Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Up in Your Business. Um, been a long time, so uh, just a refresher. It's Mike and Mike here. We're uh, back with another episode. Like I said, uh, we're here with Olivia from Studio Twenty Nine. What's up, Olivia? Hi, Mike and Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Good. Thanks good. for uh, taking some time to come in. I know it looks like you guys are really busy, so appreciate the time. Oh, we appreciate you having us. Cool. Um, so basically, this podcast does like a, a bit of a deep dive into business owners, how they got to where they are, what their business is, um, you know, their passions, challenges along the way, stuff like that. Um, but we like to start it in uh, kind of break the ice here. So. We have a segment here we call 20 questions. Um, so they're kind of like rapid fire, not serious, very fun. Um, so if you're ready, we're gonna we're gonna start off. I'm ready whenever you guys are. All right, favorite color? Green. Favorite snack? Cheetos. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Left or right? Left. Pick a number one to 10. Seven. Favorite number? Four. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink? Tito's. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Steak or chicken? Chicken. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Chips Ahoy. Favorite vegetable? Zucchini. Prefer to work from home or in an office? Office. Clean desk or messy desk? Clean desk. Biggest inspirational role model? My building. Last time you ran a mile or close? Yesterday. Coolest place you've ever traveled? Turkey. First job ever? Dishwasher. Favorite day of the week? Thursday. Favorite part of your job? Hand drawing. Cool. That's it. I need a bell. Every yeah. time we do this, I really want a bell to be like. I should get a soundboard over here. My favorite, yeah. my favorite color is actually black, but I, I don't think you can consider that a color. You're quick, yeah. You know what's funny is when I said favorite day of the week, I was like, she feels like a Thursday to me. Yeah. And then you said Thursday. Because <laughs> a lot of people say Friday, some people say Monday, um, but I don't know why. I just had a feeling. I was like, I don't know, Thursdays. Thursdays Thursday. good. You can look yeah. back and see the progress of the week so far. Yeah. So. And you still got one more day. Yep. Why is your building your favorite insp- or your inspiration? Is it because of the design of it? Or? Yes, I would say it's what inspired or started the whole entire studio. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, for basically, let's, uh, let's start this with, like, give us a quick rundown of what Studio 29 is. So Studio 29 essentially is a interior design studio, but we go beyond just interiors. Um, I think that's what sets us apart from other designers. Um, we do also specialize in exterior design. Mm-hmm. I'm very well versed in different mater- uh, building materials. Um, I've always been fascinated by building construction. So rather than doing just interior layouts and renovations, we've actually really divulged into pairing up and working with various builders throughout the area, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, where we we get involved early enough that we can start editing plans right from the, out of the gate make improvements where we see and then we carry the whole process to the very end with our clients very cool and how did how did you get into that did you go to school for design or architecture or anything like that I did I went to school for interior design cool and then I also took um, architectural drafting lessons at RISD oh nice and the professor who I did that with was also a huge inspiration um, he nice. taught me how to hand render very cool initially and then I did end up going back to school for AutoCAD Jeez, so you've done a little bit of everything. Yes. That's cool. But like you were just saying, before we get on air, you like the hand drawing better? I do, Is there a reason why? More personal? I think hand drawing is a skill that every designer should have before they divulge into AutoCAD because I think it really gives you a good idea of scale. So to sit there with a pen and a scale and do it on paper as opposed to just clicking a mouse, I think really shows you and teaches you how to gauge things. 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's uh, kind of translates to video in terms of like having the story in your head before actually shooting it or, you know, like a storyboard it. kind of yeah, like a hand-drawn yeah. storyboard. Like you can actually, you have the theory of it. I don't know. Maybe that. Um, did, did any of that inspiration come as a kid? Like what, what were you into as a kid? Were you into design and as a kid, I was really into like building things. Okay. I was very into drawing as a kid Legos, as well. Building blocks. Um, building blocks. My father was a builder. Okay. Um, so that, cool. you know, I was, I grew up around it to a degree. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just always something that's fascinated me. That's cool. And at, at what point, um, did maybe after like going to college, like what, at what point did you think, Hey, I can turn this into a business? I realized I could turn it into a business when I completed the renovation of my building because I did it all on my own. It was my first project okay. and it was a huge undertaking and knowing that I could handle that degree of work with pretty much no knowledge or experience under my belt yeah, made me realize that, you know, I, I can do this. Did, really did you realize in the moment, like what kind of undertaking that was like renovating an entire building? Just I did not. Just going, just going <laughs> for it, you know? That's kind of cool, though, just to yeah. say screw it and just go. And when you first started your business, um, I know you said you went to school for design and then went back for architecture and AutoCAD. Um, first starting the business, having no background in, in business, was that like overwhelming or anything like that when you first started? So when I finished school, I did an internship with a design firm. Okay. Um, they really specialized in interiors mostly, Interior, like soft furnishings. Um, I was more like leaning towards the building aspect of things. Sure. So. Very cool. And, and then so like once, because there's so much more to a business than, um, you know, the actual skill, right? Like there's all the administration, there's the communication with clients, like. I guess as you as you went, like what what things sort of hit you and maybe were like, whoa, this is really difficult. Like, I would say it first really hit me when um, I signed on with a lot of clients initially through a, yeah. through um, some various builders in the area, and as soon as they heard there was a designer on board, it was just a huge influx. Um, so it was a little bit overwhelming at first yeah, trying yeah. to keep up with everybody and. And also at the same time, I don't ever want my clients to feel like they're just working with someone behind the scenes that is just filtering them through a process to get their house built hmm. and help with the interior. I, I like to get to know my clients personally and deliver to them like something that's going to be along with their taste. Yeah. And is it all residential or do you do commercial as well? I do. Um, I have two commercial projects going on at the moment. Um, one is a medical spa and one is a dispensary. Very cool. And uh, just before talking, we were, we were asking, but uh, you said you guys have been in business about a year now? Just yes. about a year? Very yep. cool. As, as you first started, were you just by yourself when you first started, or did you have your team kind of with you from the get? From, uh, from day one, the, the team has always been myself, um, my friend John, who's played a big role in getting the business off the ground, yep. and then Mike, who's my best friend, and now Mike's fiance, Jay, has also joined the team and has become a huge asset to us. For those listening, Mike and Jay are right off screen here. Um, so, okay. And, and now I guess like a year in, have you started to see like spots where, oh, maybe I need to add to my team or anything like that? I wouldn't say I've seen areas where we've had to add to the team. It's more or less areas where delegating certain tasks to certain people yep. um, has been a huge 
learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would consider myself a pretty type A personality. Okay. So trying to like control every aspect was something that I was doing and it was like way too much. Yeah, yeah. So you become like the bottleneck and so, then you have to really like, we talk about it all the time. Like you have to really figure out like, okay, what am I good at? Like I need to just focus on that and like these little things, other people can take care of that. Yes. So it's, like, it's hard. The, the biggest learning curve was just like getting into like the gist of things. Um, mm. And then as we know, it's been a difficult year for everybody, mm-hmm. which has thrown us for a loop multiple times with the way we phase our process. So it goes in certain orders with ordering, you know, plumbing fixtures, cabinetry, woodworking designs, flooring. Yeah. That's on top, like after the exterior materials. So with all of the lead times constantly changing, we're, we're always having to change our process of ordering. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm not very educated in this area, but I always kept hearing about like lumber and like wood was crazy expensive over the last like couple of years. Like, can you share your, your perspective on the, the whole like lumber and supplies so, thing? So the, the prices have gone up. Um, what we suffer from most is the, the lead times on certain items. So for instance, cabinetry yeah. just in the last six months has gone from an eight week lead time to a six month lead time. So a house can have its foundation being poured and we already need to have the cabinets ordered for them to arrive on. Because by the time they get there, you're going to need them. Right. Which is very backwards because typically the house is framed. You measure before you order. I guess that would, uh, sorry to cut you off, but that sounds like it would make it really tough because I, I don't know, maybe you get inspiration for the cabinets once the process further along, right? I don't know. We would never do it without plans in place and, you know, yeah. foundation going in, the house up and running. But from there, it really stays on top of, like, if any slight issue occurs with the framing yeah. that could affect the layout, we need to be told about it right away, and we need right. to basically design it around what's already in place there. Yeah, because your measurements have to be exact if you're going to be ordering before the foundation's poured, right? Right. Like, everything has to oh, be yeah. perfect. So if a window has to move that could affect it so it's just that's crazy really like we are very much on top of it we go to our sites once a week for every house we do a site visit with measurements and progress updates um mike has been a huge asset in terms of being organized he's like our excel spreadsheet guy Um, you go mike every week we get our progress reports and we're in a good routine of staying on top of projects and knowing where we're at for each project is really the most important thing yeah it sounds like you have to be really detail oriented and like mike said those those measurements everything has to be very specific you guys can't like slip up no so you're very good at your job you got to be very good at it yes that's cool um what has i like to hear um from when you first started doing this maybe it was even before the business started but like what was your favorite part when you before then and then now what is maybe your favorite part has it changed I would say when I first started, my favorite part was editing plans initially. So looking at them and trying to find ways that I could make improvements based on clients' wishes. Um, I really love finding storage in certain areas that you wouldn't really expect it. Okay. And then from there, it's really evolved into the woodworking. Um, The biggest thing that I do is I design custom built-ins and custom cabinetry. So I will hand draw those mantle designs. And just like seeing that craft be done in the field is just, it's amazing. We have a great group of copper, like carpenters that we work with and um, that's definitely become my specialty, I would say. That's cool. So quick side note. Um, so you guys build like legit houses. So we, we subcontract for various builders. Yeah. 
who are building either custom homes. All of them have clients in place, so right out of the gate, we work with the client from the ground up. Okay, so in a few years, I might be reaching out because uh, my fiance and I, we bought a condo like about two years ago now, actually almost to the date. Um, and we're getting married next year. And we've already talked about, we've already just like, you know, every once in a while we'll go on Zillow and just look at houses just to like see what's out there. And we'll see one where like, oh, wow, it's big enough. But like, eh, it's kind of old school. I don't know how well you know Providence, but like the east side is really cool. But all the houses are from like the 1800s yes. and they're just very dated. Like we look and there's like yellow tile of the cabinets or like red tile backsplash. I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, so anyway, we have kind of joked, but it's probably actually going to happen that we're going to just have to build because we don't think we'll find anything we like. So. Anyway, I think being, being able to build from the ground up is a special experience because you can really tailor a home to exactly what you want yeah. for your family. And that's, that's what's really special about what we do. Working with a client for that extended period of time, some of these builds take two years when it's a custom oh, yeah. home. We become very close with them, really involved with them and their families. Yeah. And to see a completed project and know that they're going to live there and enjoy their time there and like the excitement that they have. That's got to be so rewarding. It's very nice. Yeah, it's so cool. The reaction from, you know, yeah. from the final product when they see it. Yeah. It's like that old show, Ty Pennington, right? The Move That Bus show. Move That Bus. <laughs> and then move a lot of clients are just extremely overwhelmed when yeah. you know they get handed a set, like a list of things that they need to select for their house and a lot you know they work full time they have oh, kids yeah. the kids have sports this and that so to have somebody there to really help guide them through the entire process with selecting materials is yeah. huge um, we typically will go and we'll pull all of our selections and put together a presentation for the whole interior of the house yeah. and from that point on people are you know it, you just get to see that they're finally getting to see these beautiful things as opposed to just seeing framing going up. Yeah. They're seeing these like finished products that are going to be put in place and it's just, it's probably the funnest part of the entire process. That's cool. I'd be curious to know um, when you guys started out and even now since it's been about a year, what has been really your biggest source of new business and people finding you? Finding you? Our biggest source has has been through working with builders I've got to give you guys a compliment on on the social media the instagram is very interesting I, we we re, i i've seen it and i know mike just started looking at it and it's very cool to see like some of the behind the scenes of like what goes into it and um ha, have you guys seen any sort of return or a lot of reaction from social media like how's that going social media is going well we get a lot of reaction to it um our clients love when they're featured on it of course oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, but i think the biggest thing we like to show with our social media is that people think interior designer, they're going to show up in my house and fluff some throw pillows and pick out some curtains. Yeah, That is not what we do by any means. Um, we, like I said, we're involved in the ground up. We're out in the field doing site visits, measuring, selecting everything from the roofing material to the siding, front doors, garage doors, window styles. So we're way beyond just doing soft finishings and yeah. things like that throwing a couch in there and putting right. some pillows on it's a lot more <laughs> yeah it's i mean you, it's down and dirty like you guys get your get your hands wet and like it, you know you see the the hard work that goes into it like yeah. the there's like some cool behind the scenes of you guys like drawing and like at houses that are like not even done you know it's uh yeah it's definitely a lot more than people think yeah, yeah. and even, speaking even of uh, perspective sorry speaking no, of no. the instagram whose dog is fish 
Fish is my dog. Oh, man. Very cool. I was going to bring him today, but I figured... Uh, you know what's funny is he said that. He goes, oh, man, their dog looks awesome. And I was like, <laughs> shit. I was like, I should have told her to bring him. <laughs> he's, he's part of the team. He comes with us on the road a lot. Um, he'll run right in the house. He's like, he owns them. And, <laughs> uh, he's been a good, a good buffer on bad days that clients may be having. He's oh, yeah. there to cheer everybody up. and yeah. Emotional support. Great. Exactly. That's cool. We've been trying to get an office dog in here for about a year now, but yeah. we'll eventually get one. Yeah. yeah, we always say that, but sooner or later. Yeah. Um, so I guess my next question would be: now that uh, now that it's been a year and you guys have you know started getting some processes in place, you're you're, you're on, you know underway on some projects. Like, what have been maybe some recent challenges that you guys are going through? The biggest challenge would be the constant influx in, in lead times. Like I was saying, it's just the process is always shifting for us in terms of what we do first, when we order things, yeah. making sure everything's you know on the line to be ordered. For instance, if we're doing a kitchen design, there may, or be, there may be six revisions that take place to give the client a product they really like. Yeah. So taking that into account, we have to really start people so far ahead of time than we normally would have to. And you're almost like, it, it sounds like, maybe your processes are just constantly changing because you're, you know, you're initially starting at this point and then you're going here and then you're going here, but now this thing's going to take longer. So now you have to do, you know, I'm like, is that? It is. It's so, like I said, typically when you are designing a a kitchen or or anything with cabinetry or built-ins in a house, you have framing and a wall there to take measurements and do that. We're working strictly off a plan and in the industry of building things can change in the field always yeah there's always things moving and changing in the field whether something doesn't line up and they have to shift a window six inches you know that could affect an entire kitchen layout um something as minor as that so once those orders are placed in you know in production we have to just really stay on top of it as the houses go up to make sure nothing changes. And it just, it comes down to communication. That's the biggest thing between the builder, the contractors who are out there, the project managers, um, ourselves and the clients, just to make sure everyone's constantly on the same page. Yeah. So we try to really make sure every week we connect with the various people that we work with and, and make sure everybody's on the same page. It's just really staying on top of things. Okay. So when you first started, um, you know, was there any pushback about you going out on your own? Was everyone fully supportive? Or did you just say, who cares what people think? I know I can do this. Like, When I decided yeah. to go out on my own, I really, it was just myself and Mike. Our friend John was really behind us. He, he really helped us get the process rolling because I didn't even know how to start. I was like, where do I start with this? Right, right. Um, so he's an attorney, so he played a huge role in really helping us get off the ground in that aspect. And then from there, it was just a learning curve for Mike and I. Um, we just kind of just grabbed on it. and went with it. Just go right into the fire, right, and figure it out. <laughs> it's really the only way to learn. I mean, you can read books all you want, and I don't know. I didn't go to school for business, but we figured it out. So doing, just, doing my building as the first project, as much as I have regrets because I've learned so much since. Sure. I'm like, oh, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. But I think anybody who builds their own house will always say that. Um, but that was my first project. I made mistakes and I learned a lot from it. Yeah. So to do it on my own it's house the only way to learn. is, you know, better than doing it on somebody else's. It's true. Yeah. That's true. And that shows progress that far you've come too, because yeah. now you're like, Oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. If you still thought it was great, then you probably haven't progressed. You yeah. know, so. there's always room for improvement, but yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really the only way to learn is to 
do it and then make mistakes and learn from it. Um, let's hear like a, either a really crazy or really good or like give us a, a story maybe from the last couple or the last year or so. Like the most insane request you've ever had from a client. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't say we've had any really insane requests, um, but I would say that there's a certain client that we have, their house is located in Rehoboth. Um, they're awesome, where we've become super close with them. I would say it's the level of like, involvement we have with their house at this point. Um, looking at their house, it's like the first true project that I look at, and I'm like, oh, we really were involved with this from, from the beginning, yeah. and we're gonna see it through to the very end. So looking right now at the progress from where it was to where it is now is just, it's awesome. Um, They're so excited for it. And they just recently got married. So to know that they're going to move into that house and start a family and they they love it. And it's just been, it's been really great. That's so cool. And where do you see, uh, where do you see the business in like three, five, seven years? It's hard to say right now. Um, I would really like to go the route of getting into designing mainly custom cabinetry and custom built-ins. That's cool. Um, I'm really into the woodworking aspect of it. I love designing that. And it gives me the chance to, to draw something on paper and then see it go up is just it's Yeah, my that favorite must be part. really cool. You see like just the drawing and then it's like, hey, that's actually real. <laughs> it actually it works. And it's completely unique too. Yeah. Yes. Nobody else will ever have that. So each, each one we do is, like you said, it's completely unique to itself, and that's the fun part. So you have some clients who like an ornate design with all of these like beautiful small details, and then you have clients who want something really modern and contemporary. So to have the chance to sit down and talk to them and really like see what they want, draw it on paper, and then deliver them that product at the end of the day, knowing that I, I created it for them, yeah. or created the design, I should say. Um, it's great. And when, when they go on, I'm always on site with the carpenters checking in and seeing the progress each day. And it's just really nice. Yeah. So what's a typical day like? Cause it sounds like you're pretty busy. Yeah. For, like, are you working six days a week, seven days a week or typical day? We try to take a day off each week, Yeah. but usually our days consist of the mornings we'll go out to and do site visits. So we'll go around to all of our projects, check on, in on them certain projects each days and then the afternoons we're usually in the office making phone calls client vendor coordination checking in on orders and then a big part of what we do is is selecting so there are certain days of the week where we're just driving either you know to the tile store to pick out different tile and um, we always try to make it a point to stay close to all of our vendors we try to use local vendors for almost everything that we do Mm -hmm. so an interesting you know opportunity we had recently was to go up to oasis concrete they're local and they make concrete surfaces fireplace surrounds countertops so we were able to go up to their factory and actually go and work with the concrete and really see the trade and see how they do it and that That was that was really neat and whereabouts are you guys located we're in providence oh you are okay and where is oasis are they in rhode island too no they are actually in massachusetts um fitchburg but he does a lot of work that's where his factory is but he does a lot of work throughout rhode island and massachusetts that sounds pretty cool. So they're making like custom colored concrete and stuff like that. It's yes. Like, yeah. All right. What do you What do you think is your favorite part of a house? Like in specific, like is it tile or like the cabinets or I guess it's probably the cabinets from what you've been saying. Maybe 
I would say cabinetry design, built-in design, and then I really love ceiling design. Okay. I think there's, in like moldings, I think, you know, there's so much detail that can be brought into a house by doing something as simple as like an applied molding on a wall, placed correctly with lighting. It's just, you know, it will really pull the house together, and I like being able to do those little finished details. Yeah. There's so many options, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. How do you gauge what a client wants? Is it just from talking to them? Like, because if you were to, if I were to like try to explain what I wanted a house, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Typically from, from communicating with them. And then when we present to a client, we will bring usually three different schemes with us. So we can narrow things down, shift things around. Um, when they come to our studio, they're able to see the cabinetry we offer. We have samples of everything at the studio. So our initial kickoff meeting with a client is just getting to know them, sitting in the studio with them for a couple hours, talking to them about what they want, what their vision is. They'll usually send us picture boards, mood boards, a lot of Pinterest. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) And, you know, we go from there, but it just takes time to get to know them and and what they want. That's cool. Makes sense. And, of course, some of it is is budget-driven. Sure. Um, So a big thing is to try to keep clients, you know, happy but within budget. So imagine that's tough sometimes getting to know the different product lines is has been also a lot to learn you know there's certain lines we like to work with versus lines we don't like to work with yeah quality based so that's also been a challenge yeah and let's shift let's shift a little bit to sort of this topic of like the work-life balance like do you go on vacation how do you how do you feel about you know when do you take time off and and yeah talk about that a little Prior to opening the business, I did a lot of travel. I've okay. been to over two dozen countries. That's so cool. In a yeah, lot, you said of, you've been. Your favorite place was Turkey. Yes, that's cool. When did you go? I've never been. Uh, two years ago. Wow. So that alone has like expanded my design language. I would say a lot by seeing all of the places oh, that I've yeah. been and like the different like types of architecture. Because it's different everywhere. Yes, I imagine that's cool. So that's that to me was like a really good. You know, I'm really happy that I did that. Yeah. At this point, with how busy we are, we do make it a point to take vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um, we recently took took vacation for a week for the Fourth of July, which good. was nice. That's good. And just you know, making sure that to make time for family and take time yeah. off and not overwork anybody. Yeah, because it gets tough. I mean, um, as I'm sure you know, running a business, you you it's kind of like your life, and. Um, I don't know. I feel like it can at times consume you and you get burnt out too. You know, you yeah. need that week off just to sit back and relax. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any tricks to turn it off? Yeah. Well, like, do you have a shut off time at, at night or, you know, like, do you, I wouldn't say have a shut off time at night. It's, you know, once the day is over and all of, you know, everybody's been emailed, spoken to, everyone's happy for the day. Yeah. The biggest way that I unwind usually at night is I'll draw. Um, Sometimes it's for a project and sometimes it's just ideas. Um, But I I always try to make it a point to wrap up at a reasonable time. And whether I I get out of the house and go for a walk with the dog. Um, My office is located on the first floor and I live on the second floor. Oh, you live? Okay, cool. So it's not a very far travel, but (laughs) at least I can shut and lock the doors and go upstairs. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty cool. That's actually pretty sweet. The first six months of business, we were working out of my dining room. Oh, okay. Because the first floor was still under renovation. So that was a little bit tough because it was like, I didn't really have a separate living space. Yeah, yeah, But. Couldn't escape work. It was just always there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, Awesome. I I guess, um, 
I guess I have one more question. What uh, what are, I guess are you most excited about in the next like six months to a year, the nearish future? I'm just most excited to see a lot of the projects we're working on currently come to completion. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are at that point where we're really starting finish work, and that is like visually everything. Feeling, it's yeah. just the best part to see the client's reaction to everything really coming together because a lot of a lot of people can't visualize ahead of time. Sure. So they think, you know, they're picturing what the house might look like, but then when they really walk in the space and see it to see their reaction, like they see progress. They come in once a week to see what's been done and just a week alone. It's just it's awesome to see that. You should have a camera crew to get regret their first reactions. <laughs> I've, I recently tried to ask a client, I was like, will you not come to the house for two weeks? And just be really surprised when you come. <laughs> and they like they lasted, I think, like seven or eight days, and then they were there. Cool. I feel like that's pretty long. I would want to see. I'd be yeah. pretty curious. <laughs> yeah. But that's a lot of trust. Yeah, you know, trust in you. That's funny. With the you know with COVID and all that stuff, a lot of people were redoing their houses and renovating. Mm-hmm. Did you see an uptick in it at all, or was it kind of because were people building new houses, or was it more like small renovations to their houses? A little bit of both. We've we've had quite a few small projects where people have wanted to create more of a home office space where we've gone Mm. in and designed built-ins in an office layout for somebody in a smaller space. Um, We're currently working on a couple small renovations on the east side in those projects. They're fun because it involves problem solving, which I like. Um, Older homes, it's not the same as new construction. They don't present the same way, so... When you approach a, an older home and you're trying to accomplish something with it, it takes like a lot of like creative thinking and trying to rework things to accommodate what they want while keeping you know, the original bones of the structure. So. Yeah. Trying to keep that old school look with it, right? Yes. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have to get, um, I don't know if any of these houses on the east side are like that, but are they protected by any, like, do you have to get permits to do certain things? If the house is in the historical society, you do. Yeah. Um, for any construction, you need a permit, though. Right. So. Of course. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, I, I got everything I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you coming in. Yeah. This yeah, was awesome. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and uh, give yourself a guys a little plug. So you can look at us or Studio 29 LLC on Instagram. It's Olivia, Mike, and Jay, and you can always follow us there and reach out to us there. Our email link is in there, so, you know, that's where, that's where you'll find yeah. us. If you guys are looking to build something cool, hit them up. Yeah, and we'll, be, sure. uh, we'll be hitting you up, too, when we yeah. need our houses. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, give us a follow, and uh, check out the Instagram page at UpInYourBizPod for photos, clips, and more, um, and stay tuned for the next episode hopefully it'll be sooner than two months yeah right (laughs) adios amigos we be taking care of people